What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. Man, oh man, we got another brand new episode for everybody. Episode 131. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing great, man. Just trying to adjust to this weather. Uh, it was like 70 degrees a few days ago, and now it's like 50. Then I think uh, it's going to be like another 70, either tomorrow or the, the next day, and then it's going to be back down to 50. This weather's uh, bipolar. You can go to uh, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of that time of year uh, in the Northeast where it could go... Uh, could be 30 or it could be 80. You just never know what you're going to get. Yeah, man. Damn weather need to make up his mind, man. Um, nope. Because it's like one day I have the AC on, one day I take it off. Mm. Like now, now I just got the windows open. It's just a nice little breeze. But the other day I had the AC on. I was trying to, like, fight it. But I was like, nah, it's yeah. too hot, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been going, I've been going heat in the morning, uh, AC at night. Yeah, man. Just messing up my uh, my kind of bill, man. But, I mean, let's get right into it, man. I mean. This week wasn't too much. Uh, we kick it off with the NFL since it wasn't too much. They're pretty much just getting ready for the draft. Uh, mock drafts are out now. Still, they're still trying to decide who's going to be the number one quarterback off the board. I'm not gonna lie, man. I hope Richardson, Richardson. Uh, to Carolina, man. Yeah, I, I, it's it sounded more and more like it's going to be Bryce Young. Bryce Young going one. At least that that was the latest that I that I heard uh, mm-hmm. down here from the local folk. But. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we had uh, three QBs go top three. I think we might see some some movement in this uh, in, in the draft here. Yeah, either top three or top four, depending on uh, what the Cardinals do. But I feel like they're going to do something stupid and <laughs> just they are just, good at that. just pick something at that position. Or or uh, I don't feel like I don't feel like they're going to do anything smart at, at that spot. No, I don't think so. But I'm also interested to see if some of these uh, other teams that made a bunch of moves during the free agency, uh, you know, such as the Falcons. You know, the Lions got two picks. Uh, the Bears are at nine. So there's a lot of teams that made some uh, new acquisitions as far as, you know, getting their, their quarterback some help or, you know, building out their roster. Because those teams are kind of like on the brink of uh, trying to get into the not being in the playoffs to try to get in the playoffs. So it's going to be fun to watch. I mean, the Eagles at number 10. I don't know how to. They're so lucky, man. I mean, he goes to the Super Bowl. You got a top 10 pick waiting for you. Uh, your quarterback just resigned. How, how are you feeling about the, uh, the 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 new deal he got, that Hurts got? I was good. I think it's it's probably good for both uh, both sides. I felt like um, that the Eagles kind of got, got out ahead of it. And, you know, there's some, some potential big contracts coming up here with Burrow. Uh, obviously, Lamar, we know the story there. Uh, Justin Herbert. Um, so I, I felt like the Eagles did a good job. You know, he was a, he was an MVP candidate last year. Uh, he was Super Bowl. You know, he, he played in the Super Bowl, played well, carried carried uh, the big load in the Super Bowl. So yeah, I mean, I think that you know, for five years and 180 million guaranteed, I, I you know, unfortunately, it's it's the going rate. Not mm-hmm. fortunately, fortunately, fortunately for them. Yeah, for um, But but yeah, I mean, you'll look probably a couple of years down the road. And and uh, the the contracts will be still going up, and you'll be like, that's that's kind of when you look at it and say, was it a deal or or did somebody lose? Because because I know when we first saw the Patrick Mahomes deal, everyone was like, you know, beside themselves. Now you look at the Mahomes deal, and it's like, well, it kind of looks like a deal right now. 
Oh yeah, because a lot a lot of people are trying to get these uh cap friendly deals. Um, mm-hmm. and then the thing is that especially with quarterbacks, you want to get them signed now rather than later because that number like just said, keeps going up. Yep, that number's gonna keep going up because uh, I'm sure even though you know Mahomes got that big deal, I'm sure once the Burrow deal Burrow deal comes out. He's going to be looking to re-up on uh, or get an extension on his deal, so or get a restructure. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, uh, if if Barrow's going to be above the two fifty guaranteed or below the two fifty guaranteed. Yeah, his is going to be his is going to set the market, I think, uh, again, because I think he's more of you know the traditional type quarterback, not not as much of a Jalen Hurts kind of running um, mm-hmm. running and passing. Uh, and he's obviously had been successful, been to Super Bowl, been on some playoff runs uh, already. Uh, so his his is the one I think that's going to be his going to be the big one. Oh yeah, it's going to be fun to watch, man. Yeah. And then um, I mean, outside of that, we're still waiting on this uh, Rogers trade, man. Uh, yeah, I, I was I was reading uh, Ian Rappaport today, and he seemed to think that it's a done deal, and and we'll hear by uh, the draft next week. Yes, I know that's good that's- for you guys. I mean, to be to be honest, as long as he's he's there in in whatever June or July, whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, to get some work in with with the guys, I'm, I'm that's fine with me. I, I don't, you know, guys been in the league long enough. I'm sure he can pick up an offense. Oh yeah, I mean, they got his offensive coordinator from Green Bay, so I exactly. mean, it's not going it's not gonna be too much of a learning curve as far as uh, him no. trying to learn, learn that offense. No, so it's it's just all about getting used to the to the guys around you. Mm, yeah, so it's, it's mainly going to be about uh, Chuck just beat uh, uh, Kenny to the board. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's main, yeah, mainly about the uh, you know him building chemistry with those other guys, you know, learning their uh, catch patterns, route patterns. But it's going to be fun to watch, man, because uh, I mean, you guys are on the you know brink of uh, taking over the division. I know it's been a while. You guys are trying to get in the playoffs. I think you'll definitely be in the playoffs. But the main thing for you is want to you want to be on top of that division, so you guys get a you know home field throughout, or you know you don't have to uh, go, go too many uh, play too many other teams on the road. So yeah, no, I I, I agree. I just I uh, I would I would feel much better uh, to have this deal be done and you know him get in there with the, with the team and yeah I, you know because then. You know, you hear these the rumors flying around about D Hop, and he mm. he might want to pair up with Rogers. Yep. Uh, so you know, but they're obviously not doing anything until uh, Rogers uh, gets there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, D Hop's gonna have to get a restructured deal because uh, I don't think you guys want to pay him thirty million. Yeah. No. No. That would that would have to be a a, a total restructure. It's gonna be restructures all over the place if if they if they when they do both when they do the Rogers one because. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, 58.3. So there's just going to be restructures. The cap is such a freaking joke that did you, did you look at that Odell contract, by the way? I, I know we didn't. Yeah. I saw, that. yeah, but, I saw he's, he got the, uh, it was like 15 mil pretty much up front. Um, yeah. So he gets the signing bonus and then they get to spread out the cap hit over five years. Yes, yeah. So basically his cap hit is like three or Nothing. $4 million dollars over five years. And so then it's, even, it's, it's even such a joke. even the incentives he got was kind of funny. It was like yeah. if he gets like over forty catches or over thirty yeah. catches, yep. he gets like another two fifty. Um, so pretty much like from if he comes in and does what he needs to do, then he's pretty much going to get like at least two point five of that three million that three million. Um, yeah, that they got on the table. So yeah, yeah, like 
And he, doesn't, he, he just has to lead the team in receptions, too, I think. He doesn't even have to hit, hit, hit yeah. the receptions mark. Yeah, it was one of them. It was like, uh, each one is like different. One was for like 30 catches. One was for like 40. There's one for like, if he uh, leads the team in receptions. One, one was for yeah. like four, 400 to 600 yards. There's one for like a 700-yard one. Um, yeah. I think there's one for like the Pro Bowl. There's like a thou- over a 1,000-yard one. So, but like I said, if he comes in and he doesn't really got to be himself, so to say. Right, uh, right. But if he comes in, I mean, freaking, um, what's the name? Brown had a thousand yards in as a freaking uh, Raven. So it could easily be done. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, I don't think there was it, uh, anything else in the NFL. And then uh, on to the NBA, man. What was, you know, this is what we're here for right now. NBA playoffs. We had some uh, round one matchups. I mean, we got the Nets played playing the 76ers. 76ers are up two zip on the, in the series. I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty much over, man. I don't think uh, uh, the net the Nets are kind of like in the games, but they just can't, you know, pull away with it. If they if they couldn't win last night's game, I mean, Harden and Embiid were awful. So, yeah. Uh, the the they I mean the 76ers overall played terrible. Well, yeah. And, and and they couldn't they couldn't they couldn't do anything. Yeah, that's what I said. This game this series is pretty much over. I mean, last night was the opportunity to strike, yeah. um, but they just couldn't get it done, man. You know, they kind of need some more pieces. Can't only be uh, uh, Bridges or um, Cam Johnson. So they're going to need somebody inside to help them do some damage and then possibly a, a point guard to run that system. So hopefully they can uh, get some players in the draft. Um, they got a lot of y- other young pieces on the team. So it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know if you saw, but... Um... The uh, the Kyle Kuzma Spencer Dinwiddie uh, beef that's going on. Basically, uh, like, basically, like Dinwiddie was calling Kuzma out for uh, getting a contract or getting paid or whatever he's gonna do. I think he's do a contract either next year or something. And uh, and, and and basically. Oh yeah, yeah on uh, Twitter, yeah. Kuz- yeah, Kuzma called him like was like you ain't done shit, and and then called him Spencer Din shitty. <laughs> These Twitter wars are hilarious, man. Dude, it like he has like a whole thread on it. It is so funny, and it's just all facts about Dinwiddie, and it's just uh, it's hilarious. Man, I, I love the spiciness when players are going at it, because it also shows you how players feel about other players in the league. So, um, yeah. I hope uh, some more players get involved in it. We 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 see it sometimes as well, like when uh when uh, your boy Pat Beverly gets in the mix with uh some people and yeah. He's he's fun to watch on there too as well. Yeah, and then uh, that's the thing about Philly, man. I mean, they're just so inconsistent. I can't see them winning the next, you know, in the next round. So, mm-hmm. and then uh, currently right now we got the Celtics. Uh, they're about to wrap up on the um, Hawks. Mm-hmm. About to be up uh, two zip. Uh, this is another series pretty much done. Uh, I kind of feel like uh, you know Trey Trey Young needs help. Uh, they kind of have a roster that's kind of built kind of funny. You know, they got a bunch of players pretty much that just stand around and watch Trey Young dribble. <laughs> then uh, they watch him and uh, uh, Clint Capella do a pick and roll, and he throws up the lob to Clint, Clint Capella while everybody else is standing around. But ultimately, they're going to need some players that's going to play defense. It's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be interesting to see if uh, he looks to be traded or if they look to make some moves and move some of those other pieces. Who, Trey? If, yeah. I, I don't think he's going anywhere. I think they they probably try to. To retool a little bit, yeah. It's just a, it's just a kind of a weird built team, you know. You kind of got Dejounte Murray, who's who's you know a really good player, but kind of also is same position. Young. Yeah. And then you got like four 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 forward center guys. You got uh, Ogunku, uh 
Capella, uh, and that's another guy down there. And then you got kind of Bogon or Bogdanovich. It's you know, I think he's a good compliment guy, but I don't know. I just feel like they don't have that second like real wing score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said maybe. Yeah, uh, I said if you took Brooklyn and put Atlanta and you like you mash them together, I think they would be yeah. a lot better, a better team. I feel like they have pieces that each other's missing, but. You know, with Bridges scoring over 20, 25, 26 points a game, uh, they're not letting them go anywhere. So, mm-hmm. yep. So uh, you, you guys would have uh, what the winner of uh, which game? Philly. The Philly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Philly. That's gonna be an interesting matchup as well. I mean, I, I think you'll probably pretty much give a gentleman sweep to Philly, but <laughs> um, it's gonna be fun to watch just to see if uh, Embiid could do anything. Um, yeah. 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 They they've had. Uh... They certainly had Philly's numbers, Philly's number over the over the years, and and to be honest, Doc hasn't been that good in the playoffs in a long time. Yeah, uh, and we all know playoff Harden when he shows up. Um, but yeah, I mean, so so the only thing that's scary about it is that Philly really uh, has you know these demons to exercise. So you're like you're almost like a little concerned about that, right? Like they've just been beaten by the Celt, beaten down by the Celtics so many times. Or think they're gonna like, they're gonna snap this one time. I don't, I don't think they are, but it's just that thing in the back of your head, right? Oh yeah, yeah, I think you always have to be prepared about that. You can't go into the series uh, lighthearted and expect them to uh, lie down. Oh and, no, no, and, and I, I don't. There'll be no light. I like these. I, I feel like this Celtics team doesn't take anything lightheartedly, yeah. uh, which is good. And I think that comes from the coach. He he's obviously you know wants to put daggers through hearts and 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 kill these teams uh so i don't you, that won't be a problem it's more just like does Embiid have enough uh you know willpower help. to yeah. yeah not even help just like this does he have enough of it to to get through a seven game series i don't know if he does yeah I, that thing i don't know if he does and then i don't i don't know if the help around him does to, uh to be consistent to uh win four games because uh like the first game everybody's hitting threes second game him and Harden are off. So, I mean, we're going to see what happens, uh, you know, once they get past Brooklyn. And, uh, mm-hmm. Get to you guys, because, I mean, the Celtics are a great defensive team. Um, you guys got to put a lot of, uh, you know, different looks at Embiid as well as uh, Harden to, you know, mm-hmm. get them frustrated. And then uh, there's, not, it's not, there's not really many other pieces, you know, they got on the team besides, you know, Maxi, and um, that's pretty much it. But Right. And then uh, we got my Knicks, man. Again, smacked up right now against Cleveland, but I mean, they they did take the first game, you know, did, they didn't do what they needed to do, you know. I kind of wish, uh, you know, they uh, tighten it up and not settle for that one game, you know, road win. But mm-hmm. you, you flip the home court advantage, which is what you want to you want to split. You want to split if you're the road team coming in that first uh, first two games. You want to split and and go back at, at to New York and and, and take care of business. Right. So if you win the, your home games, your three home games, you win the series. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing is, man, I'm seeing a lot of uh, kinks in the armor, um, you know, in this Cleveland series. Sure. Sure. Um, you know, whether I know Randall's co- still kind of coming off the bum ankle, but he's, he just doesn't make good decisions at times. man. sometimes it's like he's kind of like ball hoggish where he's like, yo, like pass the ball, man. Like, what are you doing? And then uh, in the same instance. Your boy RJ just doesn't show up at times. Kind of gets lost in the mix. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of, I kind of was salivating after the first game because uh, the fact that we could have had Brunson and freaking Donovan Mitchell on the same team that would have been, <laughs> been freaking amazing. 
Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see how those other pieces outside of Brunson show up for the rest of the series as well if they get get into the next round. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I mean, we had the we had the Lakers versus the Grizzlies. Lakers kind of caught a break with uh, your boy John Moran, uh, you know, hurting his wrist. But I think it's, I think there's going to be a back and forth series between these two teams uh, yeah. if John Moran comes back healthy. Yeah, it sounds like it's 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 just a, a bruise. Uh, luckily for uh, Memphis and Ja. Yeah, I mean, Jaws got to stop trying to jump over people. Like, it's it just not not conducive to, uh, you know, staying healthy. He does, doesn't need to do it. You know, he tried it again, landed on his wrist. It's just not, nothing good comes from jumping over, guys. It's cool, you know, the first couple of times you do it, but now it's like, all right, now you're a perennial playoff, a perennial playoff contender, a top seed in the West. You got you to gotta be smarter about doing things like that. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm kind of interested to see how this series plays out now. Uh, I mean, Jaron Jackson was was uh, awesome uh, yep. in that game, and and uh, you know, like you said, they kind of fell apart towards the end when when Ja got hurt. Um, it did seem like the Lakers were getting every call, every bounce, everything was going their way. But but yeah, I mean, if if Austin Reeves and Bryant Hachimura play like they did, <laughs> I, like, like semi all stars, <laughs> yeah, I know it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough uh, for Memphis to beat them. Oh yeah, um, that's the thing for the Lakers. They need all the other pieces to be working, so they, to say. They gotta uh, play perfect. They gotta play perfect basketball, I think. Yeah, but I, but I also think they. I think at, towards as far as like the end goal, right, is for LeBron to do as less as possible until they can like get to the West Finals or you know one of those important games where he can just turn it on because he's gonna be he's gonna be you don't want him to you know burn out before you even get to those games. Sure. Yeah. But I think they play tomorrow night, so uh, it's gonna be looking looking for uh, interesting to see on that uh, John Moran trade, uh, John Moran uh, injury. Yep. To see if uh, they said it, what they said the X-rays were negative, but I wonder if he'll, he'll be like in a little um, like wrist, you know, bandage or something like that. Yeah. Or uh, you know how much it really it really is gonna affect, affect him. Um, he needs to mix it up and start shooting. So. Yeah. Exactly. Then we had your other team in LA, man. Your boy came back, the Terminator. Your boy Kawhi, showing us uh, he's still alive, man. Came over and shut Phoenix down. I think this is going to be a great series, a, a interesting series as well, a good one. Uh, just between the the fact of uh, the two players of Kevin Durant versus Kawhi, and then uh, the Westbrook factor, because you know he's going to be a tense. He actually played good last game. Uh, no, he didn't. He played like garbage. Well, he had the he had the block towards had, the end of the game. He had, so. one, he had, he had one good play. But, but the, he was so he wasn't, bad. He wasn't like, that bad if he had no, the block. He was really bad. <laughs> Kawhi was pulling the ball out of his hand. No, he was awful. He, he made that one good play. Uh, he made two good plays at the end of the game, and it, it kind of erased. I think he was at one point was like two for 12 from the field and was just like still hucking it up. Kawhi, Kawhi basically had to go pull the ball out of his hand. Give me the ball. <laughs> so cool. I saved the day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> kept him, kept him from um, uh, losing the game. Yeah, so I, I watched a lot. I watched a lot of the second half of that game, um, and it was just like I just kept going. Like, what is he doing? Like, he still thinks he's 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 like a, a superstar, but he's not. He's not. He's he's still athletic, that's for sure. But man, he's just not good at basketball anymore. 
Well, I don't know. I, I, I don't say good or bad. Maybe I think it's just his shot. His shot is just so like I feel like he jumps straight up as high as he can, and then yeah. he like shoots. Then he shoots the ball in like his his like straightforward form. It's weird. But I mean, he's also he's he's got to also do more on the other other uh, areas outside of scoring as far as assists. Yeah. And getting rebounds. I think that's going to be the most beneficial thing he can do for his team outside of scoring. But he has to be aggressive as far as like going to the hole. But I mean, he's he's missing a lot of shots, man. And he has to limit the he has to limit the he has to limit the turnovers because that that hurts him as well. He was three for nineteen from the field and one for six for three. Uh, only had two turnovers, but but yeah, I mean, it was it was painful to watch him on the offensive side of the ball. I think he can still be a decent defender. Uh, obviously, he's he's good with the help defense. We saw that uh, at the end of the game. But man, yeah, if I'm if I'm Kawhi, I'm like, dude, like get get yourself under control. No way, no way. No. Well, the thing is, if you three for, <laughs> if you at one point, if you like two, I want to say I think he was like two for sixteen or something before uh, he hit that three in the corner. I mean. Yeah. You got to do something, man. Like you can't be doing the same old, same old. You know your shot's not falling. But, yeah. but I mean, I'm. <laughs> I mean, Kawhi, Kawhi's gonna be Kawhi. Uh, that's gonna be the one solid uh, piece. He's gonna be, you know, play off. He's gonna play offense and defense on both sides. You know, he's gonna be on both sides of the ball. So you just gotta get him to show up, and then uh, uh, well, not him, but like Westbrook to show up, and uh, some of the other pieces they had. So, mm-hmm. and uh, Zubac's been playing great for them too. Uh, he's yeah. like no, he's like no fine. Um, Aiden. Yeah. I can't believe Aiden is he's just so like nonchalant, like he looked he actually looked decent in that game, I thought. He has that little like jump hook in, in, in the in the paint that's decent, but, but yeah, he doesn't he just like doesn't play like a big guy. He doesn't play around the rim. Yeah, he, only the only time he scores is like when him and Chris Paul are running a pick and roll. And then your boy Chris Paul, man, he just uh, he, I feel like he's done, man. He, he ain't got it no more, man. He's he on the he on his his gas tank is on E, man. He looked old. He looked old the other night. Cause it, I felt like there was a, there was a couple plays uh, down the down the stretch where he used to just you know hit these little pull up fifteen sixteen footers. He wasn't he wasn't even close, and then he stopped taking them. And I was just like something. It just didn't didn't seem like a Chris Paul. You know, like the Chris Paul that we've we had seen in the past. I think he's, I think he's 39. Yeah, I mean, I, I was gonna say at one point he was like the defensive all team defensive team, led the league in assists, uh, averaging about 20 points a game. He took his team to the freaking um, uh, West Finals. Yeah. Um, you know, with him, David West, and uh, who else was was it, uh, Stoyakovich on that team? Or yeah, I think him, Stoyakovich, David West, and then uh, yeah, but you know, they ran against Tim Duncan and them boys, so. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't much he could do doing that, right? And then uh, then we got Milwaukee versus the Heat. Your boy Giannis got hurt, so uh, probably gonna be out this second game as well. So I mean, the Heat got to take advantage and uh, get up on the on the Bucks before uh, Giannis could recoup. Yeah, yeah, it, it the back shot looked pretty uh, painful, and those aren't easy, uh, you know, easy to come out of either. So um, yeah, it looks like he'll be out tomorrow. You know, luckily for them, they had a kind of a nice little layoff between game one and two, gave them a little more time. But, uh, but, but yeah, you know, it's it's really that that whole series. Obviously, any hope that that Milwaukee has kind of hinges <laughs> hinges on Giannis. I mean, they could probably survive a game or two. But I also think that I would say typical eight seed. 
obviously they were in the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and you never know what's going to happen with the uh, you know playoff Jimmy and Bam and and that squad there. So, uh, yeah, I, I we see what happens here with uh, with Giannis and and um, yeah, just kind of got to play it by ear. Oh yeah, but I think uh, I think the fact that you know Heroes out is going to be uh, interesting as well. Yeah, because I feel I feel like the Bucks can still uh, win a game, you know, uh, you know, against the Heat without uh, Giannis, just because uh, you know, you know, Drew Holiday, you know, Middleton. I mean, they got the pieces. So mm-hmm. then we had the uh, Nuggets and the T Wolves. I mean, just pull out the brooms on this one. This is this series going to be over in four. Um, <laughs> Nuggets is just too much for the T Wolves. Your boy freaking Joker had. He only, he only played 28 minutes. Yeah, like a tri- almost a triple double. Yeah, like 14, 13, and uh, I forgot how many uh, assists he had. But I mean, if he if they can win with him rusting, I mean that's gonna be great for them come uh, the next series and the next because you know they're looking to make a run and get deep in the playoffs. Yeah, they they look good. Uh, Jamal Murray obviously looks like he's rounding back into shape here. Um, yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, I think that that's gonna be a that should be a, a four no more than five game series and. And uh, you know they'll be moving on to the uh, who they play. They play the winner of the Clippers. Clippers yeah. So that's going to be an interesting matchup too in that mm-hmm. next round, especially if it's the Suns, the Suns or the Clippers. So. Yep. Yeah, it's almost like you wish you could kind of fast forward a couple of these series where it's like the Cel- like the Celtics. Oh, like, so. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like that that one, like the Nuggets series. Actually, that's really about it. The, the other ones have been decent. Oh yeah. That's a, it's gonna, but that's the thing. You never know what can happen. A player could get injured. The series can yeah. turn turn left, and all of a sudden, we, 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 the team we thought well, that was uh being counted out, they're right back in it. Yeah, I don't want to about seventy six. Just just let's let's put the seventy sixers and the Celtics in that second round matchup and uh, get this thing moving. Yeah, there's, there's a few of the yeah. games, a few of the games you wish you can or series yeah. you wish you can uh, skip or yeah. you know rechange yeah. your opponent. You're right, though. I mean, one one injury kind of like can can change everything. As I was say, for some of these teams, especially like the Lakers, or if AD goes out, or LeBron goes out, you know, on the Knicks side, you know, you got Brunson, you know, God forbid, you know, on the on the uh, Celtics side, you know, you know Brown. I think you'll be fine even if Brown was out, but you know, if uh, Tatum was out, I feel like you you would be fine without one out with one out. But I mean, for some of these other teams that don't have two, you know, go-to players, or I think that's gonna, that's where you're gonna see the big difference. Mm-hmm. And then we got the Golden State Warriors, man, versus the Kings. Um, neither of these teams are playing defense, uh, but they freaking scoring the ball. <laughs> King King Kings got the two-zero lead on them. I mean, I really didn't. This is not something I didn't expect, but just because the fact that. You know, Golden State has been ter- terrible on the road. If they could play a lick of defense, they could have won that first game. But, you know, it can't, also uh, Wiggins had a shot at, towards the end, you know, that he missed. But, you know, it was his first game back. So, you know, you can't fault him for that. He's definitely going to make those shots, you know, mm-hmm. as he get as he gets his uh, feet under him. But, I mean, the Kings are no joke, man. You know, between, uh, you know, Fox and Malik Monk who might be the sixth man of the year. Uh, your boy Sabonis out there rebounding his ass off. Um, then they got a bunch of ancillary pieces that uh, are giving them about like eight to ten points a game between uh, Murray, your boy uh, Harrison Barnes. He caught a uh, a poster on uh, freaking Clay Thompson last game too. <laughs> um, 
So it's going to be fun to watch, man, between the series. And, you know, Brown, the head coach, Brown, we got the coach of the year. He was on the coaching staff, the uh, Warriors coaching staff last year. So he pretty much knows what they like to do. Um, they're doing a great job of, you know, denying stuff the ball at times, making them get uncomfortable. But, I mean, Steph is still going to get his. It's just, it's just about those other pieces on the Warriors. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, Wiggins was uh, put back in the starting lineup. Uh, it seemed like Jordan Poole was, was uh, fighting off a little bit of an injury. You know, they, they have to be able to play defense. They got to make a stop. You know, game one, they like you said, they probably should have won that game if they make a stop or, or if Wiggins hits that three. But but yeah, it's uh, I think you know I, I my guess is they go back to Golden State and win two, so we we come out of that two two. But if 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 Kings can steal one out there, I'd say the series is probably over. Oh yeah, uh, and and De'Aaron Fox has been awesome. It's just a, it's a fun fun team fun team to watch. And Mike Brown, you know, has that kind of that uh, explosive offense mindset. Not really overly concerned on the defensive side of the ball. Oh yeah. Um. But but yeah, uh, you know, excited excited to see how the, the last couple of games here with Clay Clay uh, Clay and Curry can get going. Uh, and and uh, what what were your thoughts on the Draymond uh, oh, the <laughs> stomping stomping incident, quote unquote stomping? Yeah, man, I feel like is I feel like every game is going to be something with him. Oh, he just does. just just because he's kind of like that old school mentality, and in today's NBA, you can't do that type of stuff. Yeah, that one. That one wasn't that bad to me. I just felt like, why is Sabonis holding onto his leg? Like, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, yeah, but but that's what I'm saying. I feel like because of because of the way Draymond plays, people are gonna like, you know, oh, do, like step over that, like teeter on that line in order for him to do something um, that he shouldn't be doing. Yeah, no, I got you. I see what you're saying. Um, but but yeah, I didn't. I I I, I read it first before I actually watched it. When I watched it, I was like, that's all he did? Like, the freaking Sabonis wouldn't let his leg go. And he yeah. once he realized he was on his chest, you could see him quickly jump off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess it is what it is. But doesn't sound like he's going to get suspended. He'll probably get some sort of fine and, and oh, uh, yeah. move on. Oh, yeah, definitely. But between Draymond and freaking uh, Dylan Brooks, I don't know who's worse. <laughs> <laughs> True. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like Dylan Brooks just straight up like hits people, but he's kind of he's kind of an asshole. So yeah, but I mean it's, it's they're both uh, very entertaining to watch just to see uh, what they do, and then, you yeah. know te- team teams are gonna test them and try to get under the skin and um you know give them little cheap shots here and there, but you know and the and the refs gonna be have their eyes open on uh you know kind of those players. It's kind of like uh what you call it, like the troublemaker, like uh like people people that are known for you know causing trouble and when somebody you know they try to take the good path and but somebody does something to them they snap and they're mm-hmm. the ones that get caught first so for sure and then uh another nba news that was really it i saw i saw your uh your boy brownie in this freaking fast and furious commercial oh really i didn't, I didn't see that yeah man he's a uh, they have him in a new fast and furious commercial um you know talk about you know that that's their logo for fast and furious talk about family Passing on the, tor- the torch, uh, they got him doing some dribbling moves and then getting into a car with uh, the King logo on it. So, okay. I mean, he's get he's getting all these nil deals before he even plays basketball. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> not, that he, is great. Not, that he, not that he needs the money. No, no, it doesn't. But I think that's the fascinating part. Fascinating part about 
you know, now about all about this name, image, and likeness um, deals that people have now. So, yeah, no, I, I agree. It, it just makes you think, like, man, I was born in the wrong generation sometimes. Oh, totally. <laughs> Shit, I could have been on a Chick fil A commercial <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> could have got me on something, man. Um, and then uh, on to MLB. Not too much here. I mean, Rays, they uh, finally get beaten. They're uh, 14 and 3 now. Yankees not too far behind them. They're 10 and 6. I don't think there was anything else outside. I mean, it wasn't really uh, any like major news. Baseball? No. Kind of. No. Uh, other than the Rays, you know, 13 and 0 to start the season. They finally lost two games uh, over the weekend to the Blue Jays. Um, but I think they're, they won yesterday and they're winning again tonight. So they'll be 15 and 15 and 2. Uh, so they're they're getting themselves a nice little uh, cushion here to start the season, kind of like what the Yankees did last year. Oh yeah, but that's the thing; they just got to keep it up, and then they got to carry that over into the playoffs. They can't let it uh, disappear like the Yankees did last yep. year in the playoffs. Yep, exactly. Now, other than that, it's kind of uh, there's a couple I would say really bad teams out there. The A's are three and fourteen to start the year. Rockies haven't been good out in the West. They're five and twelve. Uh, Royals are awful too. They're four and thirteen. Um, so, but but the the AL East is strong. I mean, you got the Yankees, Orioles, Blue Jays, mm-hmm. uh, the Red Sox, who who got off to a bit of a slow start. They won three three out of four against uh, the Angels over the weekend. They're back to eight and nine, although they're losing right now. The Twins. So yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's early early in the season still. Um, but yeah. Yeah, man, we just got to wait and see as the season goes on to see uh, what else happens. Sure. Yeah, it's it's early. You just, I, like I said, you just want to get, you kind of want to get, get out of April with no blood. You know, kind of like, you know, 500 or better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and then uh, you know, kind of see how your team kind of starts to play out from there. Oh, yeah. And then uh, on to the NHL. Um, we've got the NHL playoffs kick, already kicked off. I mean, some of tonight's game, we got the Rangers versus the Devils. Uh, you know, the Lightning versus the Maple Leafs, uh, the Jets versus the uh, Knights, Golden Knights, the Kraken versus the Avalanche. Those are the those are games. Game ones kicking off tonight. Uh, then we got some other game ones uh, last night. We had the Islanders and uh, the Hurricanes, the Panthers and the Bruins. The Bruins took that first game. The Wild versus the Stars. Minnesota took that game, and then um, the Kings versus the uh, Pillars, and the Kings took that game. So. Ultimately, I don't think I'm really seeing any uh, surprises as far as game ones. But. I would say that that Oilers, that Oilers losing to the Kings in OT was kind of a stunner. Oilers um, finished the season hot, extremely hot, and uh, you know have the best player in the world, Connor McDavid. David, um, yeah. And they were up, they were up two zero, and they were up three one, and they, and they lost that game in OT. Uh, so, so I'd say that's a, that was like the one I think big upset from from day one. Of the um, of the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs, I guess the 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 Wild beating Dallas is is kind of an upset too, but I don't I don't see it as as big of one. But mm-hmm. um, that's just me. And then yeah, tonight we got the uh, you know, like you said the Rangers, the wagon, the Rangers wagon yep. getting going in New York tonight. Um, and the Lightning are are uh, pounded on the Maple Leafs here. And again, uh, Toronto hasn't won a uh, playoff series I think in. 2004. Four, yeah, it's so, been a while. So they have a good team, but but they uh, just haven't been able to to do anything. Um, then you got the uh, like you said you got the uh, the Avalanche and uh, you know the, the 
reigning Stanley Cup champions uh, kicking off tonight against Seattle, and then uh, the the uh, the other favorite in the West, uh, the Golden Knights, uh, against the Winnipeg Jets. To be a good battle there. Battle. Yeah, it's all gonna be fun to watch. Definitely looking forward to forward to seeing how that plays out, and then some of those second round matchups if uh, things pan out. So. Yeah, yeah, I think it, you know the, the nice thing I or well, the thing I like about hockey is the reseed. They reseed. Um, so you know the the you know the Bruins will if they move on they'll they would get the lowest ranked team that's left. So I, I like how they do that. Um, I, actually, do they do that still? I have to look. They the, since they went to the the two divisions, I'm not sure. They might not. They might either play. Yeah, I don't think they do actually. So I think if they win that they would play the winner of the Maple Leafs Lightning series. I think that's how it works now. They used to reseed. I don't know if they still do or not. I got to check on that. No, yeah, I think they got the Lightning. Yeah, the Lightning and... Uh, I think they the, stay within division for that. Yeah, um, yeah, the, they got the winner of the Lightning and Maple Leafs. And then uh, they got freaking the, the winner of the freaking uh, Rangers and Devils play the winner of the freaking... Uh, Carolina. Yeah, and the Islanders. So it's like yeah. they got like three New York teams in the same damn bracket. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. So it's definitely going to be uh, fun to watch. Yeah. No, there yeah. was actually, yeah, PGA. So they did the, uh, they had uh, some, some news coming out of the PGA. And they had the uh, RBC Heritage in Hilton Head. That's the, uh, they're famous for that, you know, the, the red and white lighthouse that sits on, on the 18, uh, behind the 18 green. And uh, but anyways, they uh, it, it went down into a playoff uh, with Spieth and, and Matt Fitzpatrick, and uh, Spieth had a putt on the first playoff hole that I thought was going in. I think everyone thought was going in, and it uh, it lipped out. So this is one of the elevated events. So the the winner got 3.5 million, and uh, Fitzy came back and hit one on, on the third playoff hole to about three inches, and uh, and Spieth uh, Spieth missed the, his birdie putt. And that was that. Um, but it was, uh, it's a, I like, it's a fun course to watch. And, you know, it's getting more play. It used to be like kind of a dud because it's right after the Masters and everyone's kind of exhausted. And, uh, but now it's, it seems like, you know, the, the PGA was kind of, I don't know if it should be an elevated event, but I think they were trying to get more eyes down there and just the way it fell out. Um, but, but you could tell there were some guys that were, were a bit tired and, and, you know, the, the big news of the week was Rory missing, missing the turf withdrawing from the tournament mm-hmm. um still haven't really heard why or what's going on but it sounds like he may get docked uh three million bucks for missing his second elevated event and and it's just kind of interesting because he was the one that was kind of pushing all this and you know telling the guys if i'm going to be there and rom's going to be there and scotty's going to be there that you need to be there too and then he was the one that, that kind of bailed out of this and yeah. you know he's been uh you know pretty uh Pretty, you know, seems emotionally exhausted, but I mean, JT missed the cut and he was there. He was, he was, he was there, you know, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, getting ready to go. So, I mean, Rory's not the only one who's, who's, uh, you know, kind of in this grueling schedule. But this, this week is the, the Zurich Classic, which is um, a team event now. It's kind of an interesting, uh, interesting one. They just play a, it's a two man best ball uh, for the weekend. And, and, and yeah, uh, it's down in New Orleans uh, or outside of New Orleans, but it's always, uh, you know, it's an interesting tournament to watch. But uh, a lot of people, a lot of the big names are taking this week off and, uh, and getting some rest. Uh, again, I think that I forget where they play next week. 
but you know you'll have the PGA Championship coming up here in a couple of weeks. So uh, it's a it's a it's definitely a grueling run here from from now until uh, till uh, through July uh, through the British Open. So got to get your rest where you can and and uh, and just just you know be ready to play some golf. Oh yeah, so it's gonna be interesting to see uh you know who who uh, participates in the next upcoming events uh, as we as we lead up to the uh, the Open. time again ladies and gentlemen we got another edition of jd's bites and brew what you got for us all right so this this week i did a uh i got got a lot of stuff packed up so i had to kind of make uh what uh you know what i could what i make do with what i had in the fridge so i did a uh uh basically like a kind of a just a fried chicken uh fried chicken cutlet and then on top of that had uh cauliflower gnocchi a mushroom cream sauce so so did the chicken first uh you know people like to do it different ways i like to do a little flour mixed with parmesan grated parmesan cheese salt pepper dredge the chicken in that do a uh egg bath um and then do some some parmesan bread crumbs fry that all up so I did that and then for the once that was done used the you know the same pan um a deglaze with a little bit of oil, uh, a little bit of white wine, and then I did uh, what was it onion, garlic? Oh, sorry, shallot, garlic, uh, some more white wine, uh, mushrooms. Okay. Uh, a little bit of a little bit of butter, salt, pepper, uh, thyme, and I think that was it. Yeah. And then uh, stirred those all together, got those all going, and then add some uh, some heavy cream. Uh, that I had left over uh, from Easter, so put that in there and uh, yeah, kind of stirred it all up, uh, and then tossed the uh, I boiled the cauliflower gnocchi, and then uh, tossed that in in the pan as well. Uh, actually, before the before the cream, so I got that kind of all frying together, and then added the cream in there, um, and then let it just kind of uh, simmer for five minutes, and uh, serve that on top of the chicken. So yeah, nice little. Uh... Mix right there. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. You know, stuff I like, like I said, stuff I had in the fridge, and all I really had to do was grab some mushrooms, and uh, and we were good to go. That's, uh, that's what they call making something out of nothing. Absolutely. And then, uh, what would you guys drink that down with? All right, so went to uh, Heist Brewery again. I th- I've done a couple of their beers on here before. They're in uh, the Noda section of uh, of Charlotte, uh, kind of the I would say the north, northeast, northeast side of Charlotte. Uh, one, I think they're they're probably the the most well known brewery, or in, in terms of you know highest rated beers. Uh, they do a variety. They do uh, IPA, stouts, um, sours. Uh, okay. I, I like them for the I like them for their, their their IPAs and pale ales are good. Also, like their their stouts are delicious. But this will this was a sour that they had on tap. It was called. Sorry, I was looking for the name. I wrote it down here. Uh, Pineapple Freeze. Um, so it's, uh, it's a great name. <laughs> I figured you might like that. It kind of like when it pours, it kind of pours uh, a little slushy. Pour a little, a little thick. Yeah, it's not. 
So they they I, I think they do uh they do a version of it that's like an actual slushy. Mm-hmm. Um but the 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 name of this one uh is it's just it's just a a freeze by name, but it's a uh it's a smoothie sour. It's got a pineapple puree, toasted coconut, and then vanilla soft serve ice cream powder. So basically it, it is a pina colada, but, but Yeah, I was, I was kind about of to say <laughs> In in beer form, it's uh it's heavy. I I think for for that because it's just that that smoothie style is a little heavy for me. Um, I I like it, but I could uh, I could probably only do one, maybe two at the most. Even though they're delicious, they just they kind of uh, with all that you know, the pineapple puree just they're just filling uh, more than anything. But uh, overall, it's you know I I could you know a nice hot day. So now by the pool, it's in the backyard barbecue. Uh, yeah, that's that was my that. thoughts. Yeah, so I'd give it. A, I'd probably give it an eight point three. Oh, that's great! One of the yeah, one of the I best mean, ones uh, in a while. Yeah, yeah. The only downside is it's four uh, percent ABV, so you know you might have to sneak a little rum and toss it in there, uh, give yourself the real uh, pina colada feel. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, overall, it's it's. Yeah, man, that sounds great. I'm not gonna lie, I might uh, have to get those and uh, freeze them, and then uh, just keep them from uh, yeah, like so they like kind of get more uh, thick pause. and uh, for but more, mostly for the summer, like barbecue stuff like that. Oh yeah, that's perfect. Those sounds great. And then uh, the JD's Bites and Brew, everybody. And then uh, this week for the BRRs wasn't too much. Uh, I actually checked out a few movies. The uh, first one I watched was uh, Blood. I just stumbled across this one. Uh, it's about a mom who, who's uh, divorced, and um, she like gets her kids to, you know, she gets to watch her kids on the weekend. And what happens is their dog runs off in like you know the woods, and then comes back, and he bites one of the kids, and then the kid is uh, shows uh, pretty much becomes a vampire. It was interesting, a uh, little twist because we never seen it with like an animal that uh you know bit the kid but you know that the dog got you know bit or so to say by something in the woods they don't the thing is about the only thing about it was i'll probably have to give it like a maybe a 5.5 uh starts off a little slow mm-hmm. um they don't really get into the thing that's in the woods uh so you don't really get to see it the fact that they, the mom pretty much kind of knows what's going on with the kid and she uh you know she actually works at a hospital, so she's like stealing blood from the hospital to like feed them. Um, but the thing, but she think it's, it's like helping them, but eventually it's like making them more um, like a vampire. I think it would have been great if we got to see the kid, you know, go on a killing spree as well and do some other things. But it wasn't really. It was more like drama. It was like thriller drama. It wasn't really like any too much. It wasn't really any like gory stuff where. Like, you know, the, the the kid vampire showing off his skills as far as, like, killing people, doing stuff like that. So mm-hmm. uh, I would I would have liked to see more of that. Uh, I think that would have put the movie uh, in the seven range if that happened. Gotcha. Then I checked out uh, Plane. Uh, I went to watch another movie, but then Plane came off for some reason, so I stuck with it. Uh, <laughs> that's, the, that's the one with uh, the Jared Butler, I think is his name. Um Gerard Butler. Yeah, Gerard Butler. Um, but the thing is, is, like, it's not really, like, a lot of action in the movie. 
you know, between him and the uh, the other guy. So, I mean, it's something you can skip. Like, they don't really get into the action part until, like, maybe the movie's... Maybe until, like, it's, like, 30 minutes left in the movie. And he doesn't really do anything. That's the thing. It's just, like, everybody else is doing stuff. He's kind of just the pilot. Like, I thought he would be more of, like, the person that's participating in action. So, which was kind of odd. But this is one of those probably five, you know, 5.5 type of movies. Low, uh, you know, high fives. I mean, probably not going to crack the six range. Something you could skip. It wasn't too much. Then the other movie I checked out was The Creed 3. I have to give this one a 7 out of 10. It's probably, uh, I don't I don't think it was better. I can't really say it was better than the other ones. I, I kind of felt, the movie kind of felt rushed as far as, like, the guy, the guy that he uh, faces, you know, you know, Majors, his character, you know, gets out of jail. You know, they kind of have a history of, uh, you know, when they grew up and he was a box. He wanted to be a boxer, but, you know, he obviously went to jail because some stuff happened. And he kind of like his first fight, he kind of, I say, it's fast tracked as far as like he comes out of jail. His first fight is, is for the heavyweight championship. So it's just like, all right, this guy put in no work, can't fight no other people. He just went straight out of jail to fight in the champ. Like, mm-hmm. that was kind of unrealistic about it. But, you know, you know, maybe they had to do that to, you know, get to the part where, you know, he fights uh, uh, Creed, which is uh, Michael B. Jordan's character. So, I mean, that was one of the things I, I probably I would say I didn't like about it. But that might have been it. That's a, it was an okay movie, man. Something you could watch if you watch the other two. I don't think it's better than the other two, though. I think, I, I think the first one is probably the best one. But, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see where they go from here, uh, whether, you know, uh, he make, he's still fighting for another one because he's kind of retired, or if they, you know, kind of fast forward to his daughter who wants to be a boxer now. Um, gotcha. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, they went that route. And then outside of that, I don't think there was any other, uh, anything I checked out as far as movies, but I yeah, mean, yeah. Have- Gotta get the Super Mario Brothers so we can uh, get the review on that. Oh yeah. Um, from what I'm hearing, I'm hear- I'm hearing the same thing you said, man. And like the uh, browser, Bowser was great. The movie is okay. Everybody said, that, yeah. you know, everybody says it was okay. Kind of, it's just kind of, it's kind of like scattered. It's all over the place. But but Bowser's uh, Jack Black was great. I mean, they got they got good actors in there. You got you got Jack Black, uh, Chris Pratt, um, Seth Rogen at Donkey Kong was pretty good. Yeah, uh, Donkey Kong was all right, and and Toad was kind of funny, but, but yeah, Bowser Bowser carries it, and yeah, but yeah, you gotta gotta watch it, and, uh, and uh, we'll, we'll give it the review. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to get on um the latest Scream, and um there's another movie I was trying to watch. Uh, oh, 65. So I'm trying to get to those before mm-hmm. I got to uh to Mario. So, but I'll definitely uh, be checking them out. Nice. Then the four TV shows. We had Love is Blind wrap up. They finally gave us the rest of the season. And this uh, <laughs> this uh, re- reunion that was delayed. Uh, man, how'd you feel about it, man? What what part of it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, how'd you feel about the the uh, the weddings? Because that was uh, that was the first part. Uh, yeah. So um, kind kind of went as as how I expected it to go. I, I felt like Paul and Micah were never going to get married. I just I didn't know which. I didn't know because of what. I I felt like he wasn't thrilled with the whole Arizona thing to begin with, and 
I don't know. He just didn't seem sold on her friends either, or her or her friends. You know, she just seems like a little immature and and whatever. But I, I that one I didn't think was gonna happen. I wasn't sure on uh, Chelsea and Kwame. I just couldn't get a couldn't get a read from Kwame. Obviously, she was all in, mm-hmm. uh, and, and and apparently he was too. If, you know, you listen to the uh, the reunion. I I think they that that Netflix does do a good job of kind of either overplaying some some items or underplaying some items. Um, yeah, like misleading. To make, to make, yeah, to make for some good TV because you know I I think we felt like Kwame and Micah had something going during the you know after the uh, the pairing. Yeah, and it, you know, I think they were both kind of totally out on each other. Uh, it seems like. I mean, obviously they had some 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 things that they needed to tie up, but but nothing. Uh, There's there was nothing more than that. It seemed like. I think uh, is it Brett and I forget her name. I always forget her name. But um, his girl there. That that one I felt like that was probably the most solid solid relationship out of uh, out of everybody. Um, yeah. And then and then Bliss and and uh, Zach. I, I, you know, I, I was probably like 75% sure they were going to, that was going to go through. Um, yeah. I just wasn't, I wasn't totally sure where her head was at. Uh, but obviously, you know, I just kept going back to if she got herself back into the show yeah. and said yes to the proposal, like, why would she do that if, if she just wanted, if she didn't want to marry him? What's the point? Um, so, but, but yeah, I think that, that the, it just about ended pretty much uh, what i expected oh yeah probably their best uh season so far as far as uh couples making it through but the you know the main thing is going to see we're going to have to wait and see if they last um yeah i mean they through all three of them made it a year so i guess that's a good start so yeah so that was a crazy thing too i was like it was like oh yeah they're talking about oh yeah so like a year it's been a year. I was like, "Wow, it's been that long since they, you know, filmed." Yeah. Uh, so they, so they do that every year. So every year, every year, the reunions a year after. It didn't. It didn't seem like it was the last. The it, it was. It was both. Both season. The first two seasons were as well because I. Uh, they they like to. They want to give you kind of like a, a rundown on on where what you know what's gone on. If they they want to kind of give you the like, oh yeah, this is what happened over the last year kind of deal. And and just see if it lasts. I, I think that that's how they did the first season. They were just like they stuck to that. But uh, yeah, getting to that to that reunion, which was a they a debacle on Sunday night. Yeah. Um, I I was under the assumption that it was like live live. It wasn't really live. It was already pre recorded. But they they were trying to, I guess, start the stream at eight, 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. 8 p.m. and they yeah. couldn't for whatever reason figure out how to do it. <laughs> which is kind of mind-boggling. Uh, apparently, they can only drop episodes at 12.01, and, and that's it. That's all Netflix knows how to do. But I thought, I, I didn't watch the whole thing. I, you know, I know you did, but the uh, I, I once I got through Irina, I was pretty much done. I just wanted to see where what, what she was all about, and then I was uh, I was pretty much done. I, I, I do agree with Zach. She was totally on that show just to try to get famous, and that was absolutely it. And I hope she... Uh, <laughs> She got what she uh, she wanted out of that. Oh yeah, like I said, the the reunion really wasn't much. Um, really, I mean, you're really not missing much. I was I was disappointed in the questions they asked Jackie and uh, the new guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, Jackie and Josh. Yeah, I mean, I was really disappointed that it wasn't. It didn't seem like they were like trying to get into it with them, like to see what was going on. And then uh, like 
pretty much like we kind of thought a lot of the other couples that were going to make it made it. And uh, it wasn't really much, I said, it wasn't really much drama, so to say. Like, oh, you know, gotta yeah. stay tuned. So. I don't think they asked them good questions. I, I was just like sit listening to like, and I kept turning to Michelle, we like, why don't they like ask them like something else? But maybe they know stuff that we don't know. I don't know. I just, I felt like they don't, they don't really like you said, they don't really ask any controversial questions or anything. Yeah. I mean, they asked uh, Mitchell some stuff about Jackie, but Marshall. you know, he, Oh, Marshall. Um, but you know, he was explaining that, you know, she was posting stuff on social media too. So, which kind of filled in the holes, but you know, I I don't think I followed her on social media, so and I wasn't gonna go check it out. So I thought I thought they could ask some more stuff about that for the people that didn't, you know, mm-hmm. follow along with that. But um, right. I guess I over overall the reunion really was lackluster. It wasn't really wasn't really like you were missing anything. There wasn't any no. like uh, plot twist or any crazy drama thing, and, you know, dr- uh, drama scenes or anything with anybody. It, it's kind of what we expected to happen happened. And um, hopefully they can uh, switch that up for next season. Yeah. And then outside of shows, I mean, that was was really it. I don't think I uh, watched anything else. Nope. Oh, I did. I'm all caught up on Yellow Jackets. I'm all uh, I'm up, up to date on season two. Starting, right. starting to get some, starting to get some more answers in season two, which is good. Okay, that means I'll start watching now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was trying to catch up on uh, Succession and. Um, uh, there's another show I was trying to catch up for you, which one it was, but so I'm way, I'm way behind in succession, so yeah, so am I. And then, uh, that's pretty much it, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, till next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out, be on the Sports Sidebar podcast, give y'all something to ride out on. <laughs> <laughs>